Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording, and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24-7-365. I'm your host, Alex DeCarlo, joined by my co-host, Zach Benicillo. Good to be here, Alex. And Tommy DeVito. What's up, guys? It has been a minute. Yeah, it's it's been a hot second. Let's just say uh, things have been, uh, how can we say... Interesting. Yes. For these past few weeks, actually. Because... Especially this past week. And we may as well say it now, and hold on. Because Multiverse Mega... Yes. yes. Our next our next summit of Multiverse Mega... Uh, well, you're Episode 3, to be exact. See. And, and it's no wonder why I've seen, like, all, all this amount of paperwork that's still on my desk. Like, seriously, somebody has to get that fixed. Anyways. So, anyways... For the uninitiated, uh, Tommy, how does Multiverse Mega go? Multiverse Mega is when we talk about just a bunch of like news, rumors, theories. Basically just a, co- a combination of a bunch of just random shit to talk about that happens with the MCU. And boy, since we last saw us, we did our review for Echo, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. has happened or has been announced. So oh yes, we got a lot to talk about. So let's dive in. Yes, let's get right into it with our first topic. The Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. Which is the official title for Deadpool 3. Yes. It dropped during the Super Bowl, and holy shit. I was was screaming. Yeah, my jaw dropped to the floor when the the trailer dropped. I I actually went full on Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone by going, (gasps) Same. I loved it so much. Like, first one, the rumors about the TVA, completely true. So that means... Mobius? Because apparently I've heard rumors of Mobius being in this movie. Hmm. That'd be pretty cool, but but either way, I just love it when he said when he called himself Marvel Jesus. Yeah. And then they're playing clips from for Lo- for Deadpool from Age of Ultron. And of course the scene from Thor Ragnarok, because you could tell by uh by the by the lightning in Thor's eyes, so Yes. Yeah. That was either way, the fact is, and then of course, so we don't fully see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I didn't suspect it, but we see like a silhouette and we see like the behind of his suit. Oh, yeah. But of course, we have seen it uh, in filming pictures and I will say he looks amazing in the suit. I love it. Because even like the concept or like the, the promotional art for like toys and stuff show, has him in the cowl. Oh, yeah. So, so then meaning, of course, yes, no, we, we haven't have gotten the helmet yet, but I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be, uh, I'm sure it'll be cool when the movie drops. So apparently we also got a shot of the villain who I first thought I saw that was Professor X, but I was wrong. It was, who was it? I believe it's in the form of Cassandra Nova, and which is rumored to be played by Emma Corrin. And from what, and from what I'm hearing in the comics, Cassandra Nova is actually the sister of Charles Xavier. Yes. <laughs> and basically she has like the same powers as him, but more, uh, but more on the lines of evil. And yeah. and she's also disfigured, too, because, like, Charles oh, tried yeah. to kill her in the womb. Oof. Well, actually, it was, well, actually, it was her trying to kill Charles, so... Oh. But then he defeated her, and then she came out disfigured. Yeah. But, either way, hope fetus problems. Oh, yeah. But anyways... Um... But also, we get a look of what looked like the Hellfire Club, I think some people are theorizing it was. Uh, it's clearly Wolverine in the chair from the back of his head because the hairstyle. But yeah. if you just look at the body and the frame of this, 
the person sitting there, it can't be Hugh Jackman. It's not as buff. And apparently, this is a variant of Wolverine patch, basically. And the oh, yeah, for Madripoor. Is basically Wolverine in Madripoor wearing an eye patch. That's essentially just it. That's what patch is. And he's called himself patch. That he's Wolverine, even though... Uh, either way. But apparently, the rumors are saying, and the sources are saying, that the actor sitting there playing patch is Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Best known as his role as Harry Potter from the Harry Potter franchise. Oh God! Just just imagine Harry Potter's Wolverine. Oh my God! That that's been rumored for so long, honestly. But he Daniel Radcliffe has done a lot of other stuff since Harry Potter, and he is a very good actor. So I will say, if it's true, I mean, no, he's actually on Broadway right now with, uh, with Jonathan Groff. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. But anyways, uh, we also have a couple faces of returning. We also have. We also have Aaron Stanford coming back as Pyro. I didn't even realize that was him. Basically, he was like the guy said with the long hair and the beard in the trailer. That was him. I'm like, wait, that's Pyro? Yep, that's Pyro. And uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Zach, weren't there other X-Men characters appearing in this film too? Uh, Deadpool? No, not, De- not just Deadpool, but were there other characters that are, that are rumored to be returning? Hmm. Don't know. Wasn't there someone that go? And if I remember correctly, Sabretooth and Toda are also rumored to be appearing. Yes. Yes, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But like the original versions from from the original X Men. I figured. Yeah. I don't think we saw Sabretooth and Toad in like the prequel movies for the X Men. I don't think we saw them. Well, t- well, we did see Liam Schreiber play a version of Sabretooth in well. In that god awful 2009 X Men film. Oh god, I wouldn't even get me started on that. X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh yeah, yeah especially yeah. with uh, with with how Ryan Reynolds portrayed Deadpool though. And then they had his mouth taken away for that clone. What is this? Oh god, yeah, that was just weird. Either way, I'm just I like how in Deadpool too they called back to that, which also yeah. like that's probably why the TVA is arresting yeah. Deadpool because of what he did at the end of Deadpool. Like he brought Vanessa back. That's right. He killed. He killed Ryan Reynolds when he was reading the script for Green Lantern. And he tried to kill baby Hitler. You're welcome, Canada. But yeah, I'm curious to see what they want him to do. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking, like, uh, and also when we saw when we saw Wade being hunted down by the TVA and he gets pulled in like uh Oh the who TVA. That he was actually wearing a wig. Oh, that was so funny. They ripped it off. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, I have that funny go though. The Matthew McFadden's character, uh, that being, of course, uh, Paradox. I'm pretty sure he's sure to be an interesting character. Mm-hmm. He should be, yes. Well, uh, you need me to help Plus, you. What, what? No, you don't come begging unless it's Disney. Oh, God. But, anyways. So, anyways, what do we think of the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer? Zach? Really entertaining. Yeah. And my favorite part was I am. Marvel Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that was that, so that, funny. That is a solid line from Ryan Reynolds right there. Yeah. I can't wait to see the film. I'm so pumped. You know, I'll be there. Oh yeah, and now I'm just thinking tickets on sale when? I know. Like I can't wait to see Hugh Jackman. I can't wait to see more of this. I, I, I'm so pumped for this movie. I wonder what other surprise cameos we're gonna get. Because apparently, this is supposed to be a big lead into Secret Wars. Oh yeah, definitely. And, mm. it, and it makes perfect sense as well because of the destroyed 20th Century Fox logo in the trailer. So that I still don't know what the hell that's 
the deal is with that. But, uh, but also there's actually is a shot of like someone for like on like a truck pulling up like a salad thing. The person looks a lot like Dr. Doom. I don't think, I feel like, nah, even, really. I don't think so. Probably more, if, if that were, it would probably be Hold like on, I'll show you what I'm talking about. Now I'm just going to mute it just so we don't get a copyright strike. Good. Hold on, Deadpool 3. Oh, damn, I keep hitting reaction. Yeah, I think we know what you're talking about. So, yeah. Um. So, but what else? But I'm just trying to think, were there any other casting announcements that dropped uh, earlier this past week? I think there was on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. St. <laughs> Valentine has decided to bless us with some casting announcements and, to an extent, Marvel Studios. Mm -hmm. Because after months and years of, of speculation. Sorry, before I get back to this, hold on. I got the clip up. This is who I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, he looks like Doctor Doom, but I don't think it is. Because I feel uh, like this would be too really. weird to introduce Doctor Doom and Deadpool and Wolverine. Okay, well, anyway, back back on the rails. Wrong. But yes, back on the rails yeah. here. So, on... So, you want... you Actually, let's say it together. So, after months and years of speculation... That's correct. Pretty much since Disney bought Fox. Yes. And since we all know that we're going to be getting a Fantastic Four movie in the MCU... It out of all days that Marvel Studios would announce who would be playing the titular team, we finally got our answer on Valentine's Day. We finally have the cast. Finally, we know who it is. The rumors are and speculations are over. The fan casts are over. And I, and I think, and I think some people, and I think most people called it right there, and, and especially with the rumor mill that was going on. Yeah, especially since like November, the rumors. It and is I know we discussed it before. Everybody who was rumored to have been playing the parts since November was confirmed. It is they yes, it is them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we discussed it before on our last multiverse mega episode, but now we know that it's, it's official. So for those that don't know who's going to be playing the Fantastic Four, let us run it down for you. So we got Pedro Pascal playing Reed Richards, aka Mr. Fantastic. Pedro Vanessa is known for his roles as the Mandalorian. He is in Joel, he's Joel in The Last of Us. He was, he's mm -hmm. he was in Game of Thrones. He he was Maxwell Lord in Wonder Woman 1984. Pedro has done a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Then of course we have Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, aka the Invisible Woman. We have Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things as Johnny Storm, aka the Human Torch. He was Eddie and in Stranger Things, by the way. Just for all you people hating on this casting, he was Eddie. I feel like that proves that he's pretty good for Human Torch. Yep, and we have Evan and we have Evan Moss Bachrock portraying Ben Grimm, aka the thing. Funny that his last name is Bach Rock, because the thing is made out of rocks. Mm. But of course, uh, we also have some fish we also have something very interesting courtesy of a poster that Marvel Studios dropped for the Fantastic Four casting announcements. Because not only do we have the cast. But we may also know when it's going to take place. 1963. Yeah. And, Basically, uh, just because the font of the poster and like the font of the logo was, was in the 60s, but also because you can see the thing is reading a magazine article 
and the magazine is was posted in 1963. People are going to figure out what it was because it wasn't like made up. It was a legit magazine he was reading. Oh yeah, definitely. And they actually revealed uh, what the logo is actually going to look like, which, so I, think which I will say it actually looks good. So basically, saying the theories we had since Multiverse of Madness are true, which, in case you guys didn't remember, forgot the scene in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness with the Illuminati when um Mordo introduces the members and he says Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four he goes Fantastic Four didn't you guys chart in the 60s that led a lot of theories and speculation the movies takes place in the 60s so I'm curious now since it seems like it is how are they going to get to present day Hmm. I don't know before Quantumania was coming out my theory is that we were going to see them at the end of Quantumania and that they were in the quantum realm all this time and that's how they were going to get their powers. So I don't know if they're still going to do that. Because they could. So that could also tie into to Nathaniel Richards. Well, then again, I mean, it, if I remember correctly, uh, they, I think it's best if they could also like utilize the quantum realm for a bit. Because if they really want to connect uh, the Fantastic Four to the wider MCU, I think having the quantum realm would be the perfect opportunity to bring the Fantastic Four to the present-day MCU. And also, if you think about it, during 2018's Ant-Man of the Wasp, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, Janet Van Dyne, ended up receiving powers down there. And that, and it would just make some sense if you think about it, because if the Fantastic Four are explorers, and if they explore like a lot of things up in space, it would just make perfect sense if they get their powers from a more from something like related to that. Say like if it's like cosmic rays from space or even the quantum realm for that matter. So. Yeah, because Janet got powers from the quantum realm and so did Ghost. Although yet they still have yet to follow up on Janet having quantum realm powers. Were they in quantum mania? Mm-hmm. The only thing I could think of is why they weren't used is because they could they could have said something of along the lines of. Oh, here's in the quantum realm. They came from the quantum realm. They don't work there. Yeah. And also, we're actually going to be getting uh, the Fantastic Forces uh, android psychic in the form of Herbie. He's yeah, we see him in the, in the film poster. as well. So now this is raises the question of, because apparently the reports are saying the villain is going to be Doctor Doom. But if Ma rumors are to be believed, Galactus may be the main villain of the film. And I hope not. Please, no. Marvel, no. Like Galactus should be like have him maybe in a post credit scene maybe maybe yeah. it's my big maybe him yeah, I, would I would say even just I would Silver say Surfer Galactus for that but if they are but if they are going to introduce him in the Fantastic Four film then the then the rumor mill states that Javier Bardem is rumored to be playing him given the fact that this is from the same sources that said the cast and they were dead on accurate I'd say he's that's probably our Galactus I'm not gonna lie I mean hey I guess we'll I find out. We'll find out soon um, enough. Galactus Silver Surf, like Galactus is a could be a villain for an entire saga. So do not waste him for like a cosmic saga, Galactus. Mm. So, anyways, um, what do you guys think of the Fantastic Four cast? I love it. Honestly, I love it. I, I honestly can't wait to see this cast, this movie. This makes me want this movie so bad now. Of course, we also got the release date, which we're gonna have to wait. But honestly, I'm okay because the other Fantastic Four movies we've had have been crap. Yeah. And the thing is, is that for the release date, they swapped it over with another Marvel project that was supposed to come out in July, but now it got moved up to May. 
That being, of course, you want to say it, Zach? The Thunderbolts. Oh, yes. Yes. So, Thunderbolt, so Thunderbolts and Fantastic Four have swapped dates because if you think about it, Thunderbolts is uh, is, is already in the process of filming. And the well, we're not filming Four's- yet, but I know Florence Pugh said she was getting, like about like a week ago, she was getting ready to head to Atlanta to film. So they're like going to be filming relatively soon. Like Fantastic Four, on the other hand, is not as far in production as Thunderbolts. Yeah, exactly. That, that's that's what I was going to say. Thank you, Tommy. You're welcome. But speaking of Thunderbolts... Figure we should mention this. So, yeah, Speaking okay. of Thunderbolts, uh, there's some bits of casting on that front, too. That have changed. So th- this first one we're about to say, which is the big one, was announced literally, I kid you not, the like a minute after we posted our, our second episode of Multiverse Mega. And I'm like, damn it, they couldn't have said this two hours earlier, so we could have talked about it. But yes, so basically, Stephen Yoon, who had been cast as Sentry, has left the project. He's no longer playing Sentry. And then over like the weeks of that happened, they have found a new Thunderbolt. They have found a new Sentry, and he will now be played by Lewis Pullman. Basically, we may know as 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 Bob from Top Gun Maverick. It's going to be interesting to see him all jacked and stuff because Sentry is essentially Superman. Oh yeah. So basically saying, because like in, in Top Gun Maverick, Bob was, was I guess, like the scrawny one. But I said, no, Lewis Pullman, he's like, I know he's like another famous actor's son. Hold on. I'm look this up. But yeah, Lewis Pullman, like the picture they use, I, yeah, I, I think, yeah, he'll do pretty good. But the reason that Steven Yoon left the project was because scheduling conflicts. And it's the same thing with uh, with Iowa Debris, who departed the project as well because of a... Uh... Okay, wait, I found it. Okay, Lewis Pullman. scheduling conflicts as well. But it turns out that she will be replaced by Geraldine Viswanathan. nathan but we still don't know who she's going to play. We don't know, but also, so, oh, so I looked, Lewis Pullman is the son of Bill Pullman. Ah, meaning that actor, if you've seen that actor in anything, Bill, Bill Pullman, and you've heard Lewis Pullman, you think, oh, they related? Yes, they're father and son. But mm-hmm. even you and he left because originally when he signed on, he was Thunderbolts was going to be filming in summer 2023, but then the strikes happened. The the, the WGA and the SAG after strikes happened, and it ended up leading to. So what I'm looking for. So that happened, and then filming was delayed. So he's just saying then when it finally picked back up when they could start filming again, he I guess was signed on to another project that he signed on to before, because a lot of things got delayed. So it was like every actor was not working. Well, every actor in a, that was on a screen project, Broadway and stage actors were working. So basically saying like times change, schedules change, and he was no longer able to do it. And he said that he was hopeful to maybe play another part in the MCU. So I think, okay. I mean, it definitely seems like he definitely seemed disappointed that he couldn't do it anymore. But yeah, so either way, we have Sentry now. He's Lois Pullman. Because also apparently the suit was probably one of the most comic accurate scenes ever. So I hope they keep that suit. They just fit it better for Lois Pullman. Yeah, that makes sense. Because we haven't seen Steven Yeun's suit, but I remember it was reported earlier that day. And then later that day, we got the news. Oh yeah, he's not. He left. He quit Thunderbolt. It was because scheduling. Yeah. And, and like I said before, that's the same thing that goes for Iowa Debris. But it turns out if the rumors are to be believed, 
that for Geraldine Visma Nathan's character, who is going to be taking over for Iowa Debris, it's rumored that she may be playing an assistant to Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, or just Val for short, if we want to keep it that. If we want In to the comic, short. he's known as like Matt Lady Hydra. It's actually Madam Hydra, by the way. Oh, Madam yeah. Hydra. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. The word Madam in front of a superhero name. I don't know. Is that giving me a good vibe right now? Because, you know, Madam Web. Yeah. I haven't seen that, but I read the reviews. And honestly, it lo- they said the fact that it's doing worse than Morbius is saying something. Because it was written by the same people. Like, how did this team, like, the right, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a mini rant here. But the people who wrote, by the way, no offense to the people on this writing team, but the people who wrote Morbius wrote Madam Web. Every other movie they've written had been a complete, has had terrible reviews, has not been good. How are you still finding work? And why are these studios so stupid? Honestly, guys, like, take a class, please. Jeez, Tommy, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I'm just saying, it doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, either way, so we got that. Either way, so now Thunderbolts hopefully can begin filming now with no problems. Yeah. Um, and if- but also... If rumors are to be believed, we may end up seeing a certain transformation, not in Thunderbolts, but possibly in Captain America Brave New World, because according to a Twitter user, somebody snapped a photo on set with a red hand over Captain America's shield. Yes, Red Hulk, Thunderbolt Ross. Which also, apparently, the Serpent Society have been cut entirely from the movie. And apparently, also, She-Hulk has been cut, who was supposed to appear, and someone else who was. I just don't remember who it was. Because apparently they're trying to make, because originally, it seemed more like a Hulk movie with Captain America in it, and not a Captain America movie. So I can understand that. But at the same time, it's like, this would be the second time you've teased us with the Serpent Society, Marvel. First time being Captain America 3, which before it was Civil War, it was Captain America Serpent Society. Oh, geez. How many? And let's just. So that's how many fake outs have Marvel played uh, this moment? Two so far. If it's true, I hope they do. Do I hear three? I hope they do keep the Serpent Society in. It's kind of like crossbones all over again when you build them up in like a movie or two, and then you're just thrown to the side immediately. Oh, God. Which I think also is also why Frank Grillo was so pissed at Marvel recently. Because they never... Because they killed off Crossbones like that when he was supposed to be like a Serpent Society thing. I mean, hey, can you blame him? Yeah, but apparently still bringing that bag with him to his role as Rick Flagg Sr. in the DCU. But either way, top of front, completely different podcast. DC dudes, maybe. Who knows? (laughs) That may be something. That may be. who, Who knows? But... Yeah, and so yeah, definitely Captain America Brave New World. I feel like if that was the case, yes, but like we haven't seen anything of the leader. Oh yeah, that's right, because Tim Blake Nelson is is gonna be coming back. But uh The CGI they're gonna need though for his head. It's not gonna be slim if you don't know who the leader is, he has a big head. It's not as big as Modoc. Oh god, yeah, but but also, Zach, if I remember correctly, if the leader was gonna be coming back in this film. Shouldn't there be another person uh, that was tied to him that 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 maybe wanted that maybe want to be in this film? Hmm. Another tie-in from the Incredible yeah. Hulk. From the what now? The Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Who haven't we seen or mentioned since then besides the leader? 
Yeah, because of course we know Liv Tyler will be coming back as Betty, and Harrison Ford will be taking over for William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, I thought you were talking about Liv, about Liv Tyler coming back as Betty. Yeah, I mean she is coming back as Betty, but there are rumors going around that uh, that Red we don't know if it's her. yeah we don't know if it's true or not, but I I think it would just be a perfect opportunity to to bring Mark Ruffalo back as Bruce Banner. In the I film. think they probably will, but I feel like once again they got to keep this as a Captain America movie. I think Bucky they say he's not going to be in this, or if he is, it's going to be like a cameo, just because you know Thunderbolts. That's why. Oh yeah. They can just no. say, I'm actually been recruited by another team or someone. Kind of kind of with Hulk and She-Hulk. Where like like he was there for a little bit and then all of a sudden he said, Yeah, I'm off doing something else right now. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, but apparently she was supposed to be in this movie, and then they cut her out. And apparently also Tatiana Masanli actually did speak in an interview, which the interview now has been removed. It makes it seem like she wasn't supposed to say this. She said she she doesn't think there's gonna be a season two of She-Hulk, that the budget that they blew their budget and that they didn't think they were gonna get it. Wait, what? Hallelujah. Because I say, if it were to get a season Hallelujah. two, we need a wow. complete re- soft reboot of a new writing team and a more cohesive narrative that wasn't as like a lawyer sitcom, but a superhero lawyer in the MCU. No, I like like more something more cohesive. Apparently the leader was supposed to be the villain of She-Hulk, and that was going to lead us into Captain America. Well, that would have been a more cohesive narrative right there. But I agree, but... I but speaking of narratives, I think, that, I think that just leads right into our next topic because during a recent earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Iger had this to say, and I quote, and this is courtesy of an article from The Wrap. Anyways, so Iger had this to say, and I quote, I'd say we're leaning a little bit more into sequels and franchises. I think given the environment and given what it takes to get people out of their homes to see a film, leaning on franchises that are familiar is actually a smart thing. In our zeal to greatly increase volume partially tied to this wanting to chase more global subs for our streaming platform, some of our studios lost a little focus. So the first step that we've taken is that we've reduced volume, we reduced output, particularly in Marvel, unquote. Interesting. All I'm hearing is more focus on like Captain America and stuff like that and Thor and less on and less on characters we don't care about like Eternals. Yeah, so so what do you guys think of what uh, Bob Iger had to say? Um, I'm okay with it, I guess. I mean, quality over quantity is what quality I prefer. Quantity, but I'm saying less inclusion at, at this time. I mean, I like the thing is there's some new characters I like, like Shang-Chi I like. I like the character of Ms. Marvel, to be specific. I haven't liked the projects he's been involved with. I like the character, though. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And Mondolani was amazing as, as Ms. Marvel. Yeah, Especially, I like, more if they want to use like... new characters, like, like Shang-Chi. And uh, I think it's best to, like, properly, like, I'd say it's best to properly flesh them out yeah, at, at, because let's face it, if we're going into the, we're already in the multiverse saga right now, and and considering with what with what was happening during Phase Four, or or was it like was it was it Phase Four or Phase Five? I I, I don't remember. What which one? What is that? What, what specifically? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the with, with with the quality over quantity approach, because if you think about it, like uh, during twenty twenty one alone, we had like 
nine four movies and five, five projects that were, that were released on disney plus that was also just because in 2021 because covid delayed everything they had planned from 2020 into 2021 but speaking of like the multiverse saga actually one thing we do have to say the news come out the i guess the elephant in the room kang oh boy here we go so obviously i'm sure you guys know jonathan majors was fired by marvel so the whole question was what are they going to do? So all the reliable insiders, insiders, especially the most reliable one, is Daniel RPK. Everything he said has has been accurate. Basically, been saying so they're not going to go away from the Kang storyline. They're going to recast. Okay, then. Going to keep Kang, which apparently they also said they're going to do like because I remember because somebody tweeted out that uh, one insider said said I guess Marvel's about to do pull a whole Kaguya with Kang and the Beyonder, and then. He retweeted saying this. So basically, just to bring this down, break this down for you guys, you guys to look this up too. In Naruto, there's a character named Kaguya. Well, not Kaguya. So they there's a villain in Naruto who they made who's too powerful to, for anyone to beat. So then they introduce a character named Kaguya who comes in to defeat that villain who's more powerful but has more weaknesses they can exploit. So they can take down a more powerful villain. So apparently the rumor is that the Beyonder is going to come in, who will not be Kang, a completely different person, take out the Council of Kangs, they fight him, and then and then he does the death, but then but then the one who ends up defeating the Beyonder is Kang, and he takes the Beyonder's power, giving us a Beyonder Kang that they can defeat, because the Beyonder will be too powerful for the Avengers to defeat. Hmm. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Apparently if they do this. I think this may be an interesting move. What do you think? I like Zach? it because apparently it's interesting. Yeah. I think that would be pretty epic to see. Like, oh, the, the ending of Avengers 5, which apparently it's might still just be Avengers the Kang Dynasty, and they're just gonna reannounce it with the new actor. Or or they can like Secret or War maybe if anything, if they are gonna keep using Kang, but if they are gonna change the title for Avengers the Kang for Avengers 5, they could have the Beyonder as the villain for that film, but then yeah. but then and then it would lead that, and then it would lead into Avengers Secret Wars, which, which would be where, of course. But actually, I think I have, I think I have a pretty cool theory on how they could use Kang. Because if you remember, you guys remember a certain scene from Ant Man and the Lost Quantumania? the post credit scene. No, 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 no. When, when Scott and Hope pushed Kang into his own multiversal engine. I know where you're going with this. Because apparently that's going to be the Kang that they were supposed to be fighting in Kang Dynasty. Now, now here, now, now here's what I'm here's what I think. So if they are going to retrieve Kang from that multiversal engine explosion, it could be possible as to why Kang's face looks different. The, I think the reason on why if they go with the recast route for Kang, I think a perfect. I think the perfect explanation would be would be the effects of the multiversal engine core like disrupturing his face and he looks like and, he, and that's re, and that's why he looks like a completely different person. Honestly, I like that. Uh, that's a good idea or they can just do what they did with characters like Cassie Lang, Rhodey, Bruce Banner and just act like nothing ever happened in the MCU and that they always look like this. They could do I that. mean, but then again, I mean, the because the council, I guess, will be, sort of be like villains. But apparently, they said with when it comes to Kang, they're apparently they're they're gonna like not mention him for just a little bit, 
and then they're going to bring him back. But apparently now, this is where it gets interesting. So there have been two actors who have been rumored to, by sources to have been, Marvel has been interested in, have been looking at to potential play Kang. The first one being Coleman Domingo from Euphoria. And Fear of the Walking Dead. Yes, that too. And the other one is John David Washington, who was, the main thing a lot of people know him from is he was the one of the leads in the movie Tenant, which was directed by Christopher Nolan. Ooh, if you're a lead a in a Christopher film. Nolan movie, you freaking made it as an actor. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think Christopher Nolan has had any bad movies. Like Oppenheimer, mwah. Chef's Kiss, the Dark Knight trilogy, mwah. Yeah, and, 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 and all the film, and actually, another Christopher Nolan film that, that I like, and of course, Zach and I saw it too, in the form of Interstellar. Oh yeah, that's, I heard that was good. Too, but he was intended, so who do you guys want to see play Kang? Honestly, I think both of those actors would be great fits to play Kang, but then again, it all depends on uh, on who Sarah Halle Finn, who's been casting everybody in the MCU since its inception in Iron Man, I think it all comes down to her. I would and, say, I kind of want to see Denzel Washington play Kang. Ah, so like an older version of Kang. I think that, because I feel like yeah, an older, wiser Kang should be the one to defeat the Beyonder if they do this. So basically they could call Avengers 5 Avengers Beyond. Because it's like the Beyonder. Then Avengers Secret Wars. And then, I don't know, because I'm calling the Galactus finale in my head when they do like a cosmic saga and Galactus the villain, Avengers Armageddon. Hmm. But that could be something to see. But also, so now this is why I'm bringing this up now. So Jonathan Majors, in terms of this, so he was fired, but he also his first interview, his first tell interview was on Good Morning America, like after he was fired. And Good Morning America is on ABC, and ABC was owned by Disney. So a lot of people were saying this, including myself, think this is kind of sus that you Disney fire him. And then they give him an interview telling his side of what happened, try to make him seem like the victim. And his sentence, and he did reveal that he is filing for an appeal. And he was supposed to have his sentencing on February 6th, but that has now been like delayed. It's like the, like it's told something around like April. Probably because he filed for an appeal. And now two other people have come out, come forth and said how he was on sets of like past stuff. And they said he wasn't that great. And then also, he was also a movie that Disney owned with him in it that was, like, sold to them, I think it was called, like, American Dreams or something like that, was the rights of it were rescinded back to the person who who sold it to them. So they don't own this movie anymore. They gave it back. And they're not produced. They're not going to release it. Well, Disney's not going to release it. So so some people think that they're using the interview as a way to rehire Jonathan Majors. Some people think they're not because of this whole thing. This whole thing is a shit show with Jonathan Majors. So I don't know if they're going to bring him back. If they do, okay, I'd be okay with it. But it because I thought he was a good actor, but I don't know if it's going to be Jonathan Majors or not. I I really don't think so. Yeah, like I said, I think it's best to just wait and see how it all how it all plays out. Cause yes, because because we've said it before and we'll say it again. Let's. It's best not to. It's best not to speculate right, on that. Like, all I, hang wait, what was that? After a minute, I was going to say, we're going to let it all hang out. Yep. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's best to just play the waiting game and, and just see what happens. 
Yeah, but Kang, like, I'm glad they're not moving away from the storyline because it'd just be stupid. I don't know. Someone pointed out in the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer that in the background of one of the TVA uh, shots, you can see a guy walking that looks like Victor Timely Kang. Like the Jonathan Majors one, I mean. Oh, yeah. Actually, because I know Colin Domingo did say he would be interested in playing Kang. Hmm. So I'm just saying this. Kang, whatever you decide to do with it, because some people think they're going to reannounce the title of Avengers the Kang, Avengers 5 being Avengers the Kang Dynasty with the new actor. Okay, cool. But I feel like if you're going to do the whole, which honestly, since like the idea was I've been brought out the whole Beyonder thing, do that Beyonder thing. That's so cool. I mean, have the Council of Kangs are like villains. The Beyonder sort of like in the shadows. The Council of Kangs then comes up. The Beyonder takes them all out. They try to fight the Beyonder. They make all their methods. And then they have, maybe they work with one Kang variant. This Kang then takes the Beyonder's power because he can figure it out. And then he becomes the villain, the Supreme Kang. Ah, so it's... So it's sort of like... So it's sort of like the original Secret Wars comic. Something like that. But 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 instead of Kang being something for Doctor Doom, which we have some stuff about Doctor Doom, but we'll get to that in another episode. But I'd say that about does it because we're almost out of time. We're almost out of time. Oh, yeah. So thank you all for listening to us in this installment of Multiverse Mega. And uh, follow us on, on Instagram. And of course, listen to us on Spotify. And we'll catch you on the next side of the multiverse. Bye. Laters. Yeah.